Shaky Town Radio Minutes on the air. I'm Gene George. Brody Foster Hubbard. Libby Ward. I am all these three things. You will address me by all three names. <laughs> <laughs> My voice will modulate and sound different. Sometimes it'll sound like this. Sometimes it'll sound like this. Most of the time it'll sound like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Way too much Because I'm going to talk a lot. Way too That's much That's what I do. Yep. Although, um... Uh, my wife has been doing a lot of talking lately. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's what wives do. Yeah, tell me about it. No, because it's... Right, we, Libby? We, yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I'm not a wife. <laughs> I talk a lot now, so I imagine if oh, I were married, Jesus. <laughs> I would continue. I meant your wife. Oh, my wife, yes. I need a wife. <laughs> then I would eat breakfast every morning. <laughs> not at 11.45 in the afternoon. In the at morning, 11.45. Late. Usually I eat breakfast at like 4 in the afternoon, so today is a, a banner day for breakfast. You just need to move to somewhere where that's actually breakfast time. Your problem mm-hmm. is, is your, your your internal clock is on, what would that be? I always call it jazz standard time. <laughs> jazz standard time? Yeah, because, well, I hang out with a lot of jazz musicians. I did a lot more. <laughs> you really, well, hold on a second, time out. <laughs> do you really do that? I do. I did a lot more before they all died. I was, I was <laughs> yeah. friends. Did with, you hang out with a lot of old jazz? Yeah, I did. What? Um, Ray Brown and I were friends. He used to call me Queen Elizabeth. And actually, the best advice that I may have ever gotten was from Ray Brown. He said, you have to do a little bit of everything and plenty of nothing, which mm. is something I forget to do a lot. So I'm like, oh. <laughs> which part of the, the first part of the second part? The second part. I forget to do plenty of nothing, and I, like, wear myself out. Because I'm like, oh, my God, I have to go to this country, and I have to read this book, and I have to learn this language, and I have to write this pilot. And you I'm have like, to? Yeah. Or what? The demons inside well, you will end the world? Yeah. <laughs> the world's ended like four times this year because I didn't do something. <sighs> anyway, uh, yeah, because I feel like I could die at any minute, so I have to do stuff before that happens. Well, you can die at any minute. And I know. What if you die doing the stuff that you're trying to do because you could think you might die? Right. Well, then I'll be dead. it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. It is. It's terrible. <laughs> anyway, right around. So I hung out with a lot of jazz musicians, especially in L.A., and when you hang out with no jazz, jazz you have you have a, a like a date that you're supposed to be playing at like nine o'clock, but you don't really start till ten, and then you play for fifteen minutes, and then you take a forty-five minute break, and then you play for fifteen minutes, take a forty-five minute break, then the bar closes down at like two, and everybody goes home except for the musicians and the friends of musicians, and then we all hang out and play jazz for like four more hours with no breaks. <laughs> I think they're doing it wrong. I don't know much about the music business, <laughs> but I'm going to say they're probably, that doesn't sound like it's... Uh... And then it's eight in the morning, and everybody gets breakfast, or dinner rather, and goes to bed, and then you wake up at 4 p.m. and have breakfast. So 4 p.m. is breakfast time. Oh, man, oh, man. That was a long explanation. That was. Jazz anyway, standard time. Jazz standard time. Wow. Well, I, I kind of, I hate jazz even more. Jazz is amazing. I, I like Dixieland jazz. I appreciate DJ jazz, Z Jeff. And the Fresh Prince? Just just Jeff. Mm. I don't know DJ Jazzy Jeff. And the Fresh Prince. Of Bel Air? Yeah. Yes. Will oh, Smith. okay. Yes. Good. Now I'm on top of it. Star Take it from me, Libby, just don't understand. Getting get into it. So, what has your wife been saying to you? Oh no, she's been talking a lot. No, no, I'm, we we've we've gone out and had uh, like play dates with other families and things, and cool. um, and I, I I just noticed that she's starved for like other adult company, right? So she just like, and that's that's my imitation of her talking because she sounds like a 
like so a cartoon, like a cartoon that. chainsaw. She's she's not going <laughs> to listen to this. Um, this will be the one she listens to. Well, uh, that'll be handy if we ever need someone to do an impression of a cartoon chainsaw. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> no, she just talks. I mean, it's 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 obvious because she's, uh, she's not a hugely talkative person in general, but it's obvious that she's been not getting adult conversation. Yeah, you know, it's usually conversations about I don't want to put that dress on or I have to poop and, and that's just and that's for just me. That was an easy place to go. That was an easy place to go. We went to the easy place. Uh, um yeah, yeah. So uh that's that's been happening. Yeah. The talking a lot. Because I believe you mentioned your daughter's an asshole. Oh, she's an asshole. Thank you, thank you, Byron Allen on Comics Unleashed. Yeah, I got a bit about that. I can do. I do. No, I don't. I have that uh, in I have my a bit about it. No, no, I just. Uh, no, I'm. Uh, you know, she's three, so it's it's. Uh, everything is. You know, just like. MTV. That's why they call it the, the terrible threes, right? The terrible twos really don't start until three. Yeah. That's the lie, because they're like the terrible twos. Oh, that wasn't so bad, and then, like you know. Then you turn around and there's a giant shark about to bite your head off, like in like they do in the movies. Yeah. About sharks. Yeah. You're walking down a hallway and thinking everything's fine, and then a shark comes out of the corner office. They have a candy gram. Uh, yeah, yeah. So she's just uh, everything's think, overly dramatic. I think Matilda's adorable when I she's see her adorable. She's for adorable. an hour a month. No, she's a she's an adorable child, but it's it's. That's the court-appointed time that Libby's allowed to see her. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> the, 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 right, the only right. time I'm allowed. She shared <laughs> Under supervision, just just to make, make the, the the restraining order completely I clear. Was, right. I was supervised, but she shared her bouncy castle with me last month, and we drew, drew chalk dinosaurs on your back patio, which mm-hmm. was amazing. Right. I think that was the best day ever for me. I don't think she actually cared that much about. <laughs> no, that stuff happens to her all the time. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, but chalk dinosaurs and bouncy castles, that's a banner. Yeah, that stuff me. happens to all yeah, but she gets that stuff all the time. That's the thing. She's like a rock star. You know, it's like Man. her life is not your life. Lucky kid. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh and, and like a rock star, she trashes her room all the time and right. uh, overdoses on drugs. Yeah. <laughs> she, seriously, it's like M T V style, like, you know, reality television style meltdowns every friggin' night. And and it's it's tiresome. Has she shaved her own head yet? No, but it's pretty close. Okay. Actually, you know, she did cut a big chunk of her hair with the scissors. Yeah, so she's on her way. I remember. Actually, I just rewatched um, all of uh, Mad Men first four seasons. Yay, Mad Men! Yes, but there's a child cutting their own hair story arc. Oh yeah. Sally, oh right. right. Yeah. 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 Little Sally Draper. Yeah. Who's going to grow up to be, uh, I think, like a feminist, lesbian. No, but she likes Glenn. But there, there was the thing about, like, oh, she's in, love, she's in love with Megan. <laughs> Is she uh, in love with her? In love with her, love with her? In, like, like scissoring in, love with her? I don't think her, so. Uh, yeah, I, I think, I think, I don't think she's gay. I don't think she's... It's just theories. There's all sorts of theories no, about all sorts Glenn's of TV weird. shows. Glenn's totally weird. Glenn grows totally up to weird. be, uh... <laughs> Like Glenn Danzig misfits, <laughs> because like, weird, creepy kid from New, you know New York, East Coast. Whoa. He's too old. Name Glenn. That was a lot old, of planning. I, I mean, that shows. What, what, that how, shows old is, very how old is Glenn Danzig? In his mid fifties now. Oh really? Is that old? Yeah. Gosh, you know, it doesn't seem like he's that old. Brody is wearing a misfit shirt. I totally recognized it, and I don't know why. 
But I, I was, decided to dress sexy because today. It's, because it's and iconic. In my sleeveless misfit shirt. Well, sure, but I'm really bad with, again, with band, band songs, as we were talking about, and band logos and stuff, but... Uh, but I recognize Let's it. all sing the Misfits and band I, song, shall we? Sing the Misfits. <laughs> we play in a band. We don't belong. That's right. We never have. Yeah. You all, everyone knows the Misfits <laughs> band song. Anyway, I'm proud of myself for recognizing pop culture. Yay for me. Yay. <laughs> you should be. In this day and age, that's something to take pride in, is pop culture. Yeah, so just have been getting a lot of rest. And Matilda's been an a-hole. Yeah. So, what are you gonna do? You know, murder, you do? murder your family, fake your own death. No, probably not. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Yeah. I would never do that. I would never do that officially. <laughs> Plausible deniability. This is the word. Watch word on Shaky Town Radio. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to meet a stranger on a train. That's right. Crisscross. <laughs> I fight. You know, let's crisscross the. Yeah, yeah, they make you want to jump, jump. Make you jump, jump. Daddy Mac will make you want to jump, jump also. <laughs> From what I understand. So what you're telling me is, you go on public transportation. Yes. You meet a hip-hop duo who wears their clothes backwards. Yes. Yes. Children. A child. A, 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 a child. Uh, well, they're not children now. No, but but it, in order for it to work, they're magical. <clears throat> they weren't very much. They're not very much older than me, so they must be, what, like 40? 40? 45? They because were pretty we good. No, Lydia I'm, Ward is I'm 39 and a half. I'm 32. <laughs> Jack Benny. Libby actually just celebrated a birthday. Did we? I don't know if we talked about that on the. I did just celebrate a birthday with the traditional 32nd year birthday celebration pajama party. That's right. Is it pajamas? Is that traditional or is that yeah. modern? Well, it's like paper for five year anniversary, right? And pajamas for 32nd. What if someone birthday? wore paper pajamas? Boom. Iconoclasm. Yeah, well, as long as it doesn't rain. Gonna be. And what if it does? Nude see. <laughs> then it becomes a naughty pajama party. Naughty pajama party. Because if you say the word naughty, you have to say naughty. Naughty. Which would be fine, because my house is clothing optional. <laughs> I don't know. With that cactus around, I do not think... I think it is protective <laughs> yeah, clothing mandatory. A particularly infamous cactus that I've been here... I mean, the spines are what? The many... spines are a good three and a half inches long. Yeah, they're pretty long. But there's also, like, the... the Tiny little projectile spi- pro- uh, spikes that if you walk by, it just goes, you know, and like, yeah, like that, and into your skin, and it hurts. Well, it snarls at you when I walk by, especially in the evening. It's like, <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, 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 cactus, calm down. Like, you just take your space, and I'll take my space, and we just we don't have to interact at all. It'll be great. No interactus, Mr. <clears throat> cactus. That's right. Don't but, worry. So that's, that's a great stick song. So Daddy Mac and Mac Daddy were born in 1978 and 1976. Holy smokes, really? Sorry, 1979. I had a moment <clears throat> of uh, dyslexia there. They're only two to four years older than me. <laughs> only two to four, depending, so, on, the, so depending makes, on Daddy Mac or Mac Daddy. So that makes yeah. them 34 to 36. Holy smokes. And apparently they slaughter families. Yeah, well, when they meet, meet someone who needs their family slaughtered on a public transportation... Whoa. Speaking of the thing and those guys and the era with the music, <laughs> my friend Melissa had uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot in her car the other day, like this week. But I don't know why. Well, because Does she every- have a big butt? It's cause I, she must. Everybody knows each other in Seattle. Yeah, everybody. I know every single person in they the They were hanging out with Seattle. Dr. Fraser Crane. Yeah. <laughs> 
And, uh... Dan Niles, Savage. Niles Crane. Uh, yeah. Kurt Cobain Crane. Kurt Cobain Crane. Francis Bean Cobain Crane. What's Did the... she marry into the Cranes? <laughs> or is it a crane named Francis Bean Cobain? Harry Crane. Harry Crane. From Mad Men. From Mad Men. <laughs> yes. Mad Men. Mad Men. Um, trains. Trains. You're going to be on a train. No. I would be on a train, but there's no more train to Vegas. Yeah. I'm going to get on a bus to Vegas, which is so glamorous. You're going to be on a thruway. No, you're not even going to be on the thruway motor coach service. I'm going to drink tea with my pinky up on the bus. <laughs> on the bus to Las and Vegas. By, and by tea, you mean smell human urine. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I mean, yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm working on an amazing pilot. That's going to be amazing because... What's, what's his name? Yes. Get it. <laughs> No, 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 no. I worked, I worked, I worked on those pilots when I worked for the airline, but now that I don't doing? work for the airline... How you doing? All the pilots that I ever saw whenever I flew were not people I would hope anyone had sex with. There are, there are definitely many pilots that no one would want to have sex with, but there are a few. There are a few that I... Anyway. Good night, everyone. I'm going to go to Vegas. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. I'm going to jump on a bus to Vegas because I'm working on this project, and my project is set in Vegas... And despite the fact that most people would probably not feel this way, I feel that if I go to Vegas and I sit on the mod third floor of the Cosmopolitan with my laptop, that I will be involved in the setting of my work, and I will actually be extremely productive, that I will be more productive in Las Vegas on the Strip than I will at my house in Burbank. I think it's a good plan. I think it is a plan. I wish I could go <laughs> <move> along. <laughs> It's a great plan. I'm going to drink Old Fashions because the Cosmopolitan makes amazing Old Fashions. You'd think they'd make great Cosmopolitans. You'd think. But I don't drink Cosmos because I'm not a girly girl. Is it a girly? I mean, I know it's become a girly girl drink, but... I think I so. Think it was it's pretty... Started Cos- out as a... They're pretty sweet and fruity, and, and personally, I find them disgusting. As well you should. Yes. <clears throat> I don't even know what's in a Cosmo. I don't assign antiquated gender roles to my... To your alcohol. alcoholic beverages. I'm an equal opportunity alcohol consumer. consumer. This is why I'm hungover today. Nice. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. I had, uh, we had some friends over, um, and they're, they're beer aficionados, as, are, as oh. am I. Megan, not as so much, but she's, you know. So, yeah. But you're hungover on sangria, I thought. At, well, I, there was also sangria and involved. Sangria and beer. And rum lemonade. Rum lemonade? Oh, Mixed it all up a little tasty. bit. Yeah, boy, that's why you're hungover, dude. Yeah. It's a lemonade, yeah. actually. Plus, I didn't drink any water yesterday. Yeah. Drink There's plenty of water today. in sangria and lemonade, right? Yeah. I was like, Meg's like, have you, had your, have you had enough water today? I'm like, well, I had, like, you know, three cups of coffee, so there's water in there. <laughs> there's water in coffee. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You but, deserve uh, it, dude. That's your, you, you, you did some, it yourself. <laughs> some vegan hangover cures this morning. Um, yeah. Like vegan macaroni and cheese. Delicious, or, or, delicious sandwiches. Yeah. Delicious sandwiches. Delicious fancy sandwiches. <laughs> what was on the fancy? What makes the sandwich from? What makes the sandwich go from plain to fancy? Uh, it's the Does bread. It have a top hat? It's like a nice <laughs> and a monocle. Um, <laughs> no, that makes it a rich sandwich. <laughs> right. The top hat makes it fancy. <laughs> it's the one percent of sandwiches. Right. <laughs> Um, it, it, it there's all sorts of things. There was like really fancy tempeh bacon and mushrooms and vegan cheese. mushrooms. What's that? Portobello mushrooms. Um, I think so. Mm. I don't know if I actually got my hands on any mushroom ones. There's eggplant sandwich that was good. 
that. Yeah. Excellent. Jean believes that the grease in chorizo is the only hangover cure. Well, I don't say it's the only hangover cure. I oh. say it's an effective hangover. It is an effective hangover cure. Yeah. And I have never been hungover because it sounds like a terrible idea. And on my, my manic list of things to do before yeah. I suddenly die. Libby's one of those annoying people who knows when to cut themselves off. I am one of those annoying people who <laughs> no, knows when to cut myself you. off. Boo. <laughs> who doesn't overdo it like the rest of us. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And then I can still walk on lines and touch my nose, which I do so often. <laughs> well, it's a recreational thing. And drive. Oh, you can still drive when you're drunk. Mm. <laughs> you just don't do it very well. Yeah. And you should not. Oh, I'm not saying you should. I'm if, just saying if, you if, can, and if, people do. If there's a couple lessons we know from this podcast, it's don't drink and drive. Mm-hmm. You need to slaughter family. You can find someone on public transportation to right. swap your woes. <laughs> right. That's right. And we only will need a third lesson before we're allowed to stop recording mm. today. But do you don't have to do it now? Oh, now the pressure's on, though. Oh man, I know. What's well, while they think about that, <sighs> I will say, mid July. Mm-hmm. We continue to work on things for you. Are keep the, tuning in. Keep listening. Are we in the dog days of summer yet? No, that's later. Dog days are over. Are they? That's what, uh, what's your Francis, Francis and the Machine? What, what What are the kids listening to? These days? <laughs> the kids? I don't know. The Franz Ferdinand. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. What, what are the kids listening? My kid's listening to, uh, what, a mix of things that I pulled off of the mp3 files on my machine so like there's some Joan Jett in there and there's some uh, Beatles and there's some what was she oh she likes uh, Cheap Trick because apparently she's Japanese <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm still listening to whatever the kids were listening to between 1940 and 1968 roughly so <laughs> I, yeah. say, I thought you were listening to Criss Cross well, I, I was listening to Criss Cross when I was a kid <laughs> did they make you jump jump yeah they did make me they jump jump they were your jump. peers yeah, I know, that's crazy. What? what? Yeah, I used to wear uh, overalls, although I don't backwards. recall having ever you know, worn them backwards, but I had a lot of friends who wore them with the one strap, the strap unhooked or with both straps unhooked, which then just makes them jeans. Fall down, or fall down, <laughs> depending on if they're actually, you know, yeah. don't, don't nipped in at the waist, then they just fall down. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Criss Cross was noted for their fashion sense from wearing their clothes backwards, apparently, according to the Wikipedia page, because that's fashion. It's fashion. Yes. Did any did anyone actually do that besides them? No. I didn't think I so. I don't think so. Nobody I wanted to hang out Nobody with. Nobody that got dressed with the lights on. Tom, you, you Tom could, Green in that one movie? You could. Oh, did he wear his? Freddy got Mork, Mork wore his suit backwards. Oh, that's true. Um, but he was from Ork, so. Yeah. So Nanu Nanu. That's a whole other thing. I have I still more like Shazbot, a talking Mork doll, and I mean it was a, a Robin Williams Ken doll looking thing. With, yeah, uh, you have a Robin Williams action figure. The red jumpsuit thing, but it was like this huge. It looked like a backpack, and it's the thing where you. I, or, or did did Mork actually carry like no. some sort of thing? Okay, so it's this thing that you strapped on his back, and you pulled the string, and Robin Williams' voice comes out of the thing, and like it just there's like. A bowling sound, like a bowling ball hitting pins, and then him saying Shazbot. I don't know if that was anything from the show. <laughs> I don't know. I, I and like him saying like all these things. I'm like, are these actual like lines from the show, or is this just Rob Williams? They probably threw, they probably threw Robin Williams and a, and like a couple like 
<laughs> bags of coke in a room and just put a microphone next to him. Yeah. That was him stumbling around. That bowling alley sound was him stumbling around inside a studio. <laughs> and they're like, say Shazbot. And he's like, ah, Shazbot. <laughs> yeah. They had to cut out the, like, <laughs> we need more blowing hookers in here. <laughs> they cut that one off. They didn't put that on there. I wrote to Robin Williams when I was in... Gosh, I think junior high. When did Mrs. Doubtfire come out? I'm going to say 96. Okay, so maybe I was in high school. I'm I'm probably wrong. I'm going to say 96. I was in high school. And and asked him for comedy career advice, actually. A lock of his chest hair? No, I asked him for comedy (laughs) career advice. I didn't know I was a writer at the time, but I always knew I wanted to be in comedy and in entertainment. And so I asked him for career advice. Mm -hmm. And then I thought that, that... my letter had gotten circular filed or something. I didn't hear from him for like a year. And like a year later, I got back an autographed picture of him as him and him as Mrs. Doubtfire with an autograph. And I was like, well, that is not useful advice. But no, I think you, thank you didn't you look. Thank you for sending me a thing. You didn't look close enough. Thank you for responding. Oh, maybe it has he's like invisible like, ink. No, no. I think what he's trying to tell you is Dress you have to dread. be yourself, but yet be open to be other characters. Whoa. Pretty deep. I read that completely wrong in high school. Yeah. Well, I, th- I thought it meant that I had okay. to dress in the 93, bag. so it was junior high. So it was junior high, yes. It was eighth grade. He was preparing you for the hard realities of high school. Yes. That you, sometimes you don't get what you ask for. I know, that was terrible. Well, like the Rolling Stones say, you can't always get what you want. But if you try sometimes, you just might find you get an autographed picture of Robin Williams, <laughs> Robin Williams. and Robin Williams as Mrs. Doubtfire. That's right. Yeah, so I think you just I think you just didn't get the lesson. No, I guess I didn't. Darn so. it, darn it to heck. Thank you for enlightening me. Sometimes it takes you 20 years to 20, get the lesson. 20 years to understand what Robin Williams is trying to tell you by sending you a black and white glossy. <laughs> by having one of his one of his cringing minions opening letters and <laughs> just sending out photos. <laughs> yeah. Do you think he actually signed it? It was it was, it was rubber stamped or it wasn't rubber stamped. It was actual Sharpie. Whether so someone, or not someone actually yeah. signed it, <laughs> whether or not it was him. Oh, I'm sure it was him. I'm sure. I'm sure it was. I'm sure someday when I when I made it big and I run into him, I can bring the. Picture. Hey, is this your signature? Hey, is this your signature? <laughs> hey, hey, Robin. Hey, Rob. Hey, oh, Robbie. Rob. Oh, Rob. Oh, it's a good Robin Williams. <laughs> Thanks. Shots, but. <laughs> well, you did have the toy to practice from. Yeah. So you got to hear it a lot. Right. Because he was my only friend as a child. <laughs> Just pulling that string. Isn't that what childhood is, man? You're just pulling the string all your life. And hearing mysterious bowling pin sounds, which may or might, may not be related to the um, the Mork and Minnie franchise. I can't recall bowling on that show ever. But I have to say, I, I, I when when right after uh, my son was born, you know, when he was like up every hour or whatever babies do. Um. For nobody some reason, knows for sure. nobody knows for nobody sure. Nobody knows for sure. They're like pigeons; they just appear, fully grown. Um, it's probably because he had to check the the uh, various sports scores in different countries because he was running a bookie operation he, out of his crib. That's probably exactly what was going on. So he had to wake up to to check the horse racing scores, like in, in England and Scotland, and find out how the spider fights in China were going. Do they have spider fights in China? They you figure you figured they would just have people fights at that. At this they point. do that too, but uh, spider fighting was a, a gambling. People fights here. It was a gambling. Oh, I'm saying like big arenas where they just they just take the extra people and fight them. Oh, 
<laughs> it was a gambling problem among kids because kids were betting on spider fights. They were putting like two giant yucky spiders on a stick and then like, this betting is that the, uh, on their spider. Giant. Yeah, and then the spiders would like bah, with their eight legs like they do, and one spider <laughs> would knock the other off the stick, and then some kids would win, and they were becoming gambling addicted China children, Chinese children, because of spider fighting. Anyway, that's what your son was doing. What? Your son is a bookie. Wait, was this a, something you heard on NPR, or was this a fever dream you had? I, <laughs> I, I lost the track somewhere. No, it was, a, it was a news article. It was a while ago. From a reputable news yes, source, from a or reputable from the news Weekly source. World no, News? No, no, no. From a reputable... Spider fighting causing reputable China reputable delinquency. <laughs> bat like, bat boy like, to blame. It was like CNN or Time or something CNN like or I, Time I, I are both the, not I, reputable I, news sources. I blame Bat Boy for a lot. Weekly world news. I blame Bat Boy for a lot. I blame Bat Boy for the economy. Yeah. I blame Bat Boy for the, I don't know, anyway. For finding Jesus in his toast. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, your son's a bookie. Continue on with why he's waking up. Well, Mor- Mork and Mindy started taping on TiVo, and we were watching it in the middle of the night because there was nothing else to watch. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And I had forgotten how awful it is. Oh, my God, I loved it when I was, you know, whatever, 10 years old or however old I was when it came out. Oh, it's the worst. I watched the pilot, and it was just like it was like I would rather pound an ice pick into my head than watch Mork and Mindy. And when did Mork and Mindy come out? Because I remember watching 80, it. 79, 80. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe maybe I didn't watch. You it probably watched it. Well, no, it, it ran for a few years. It okay. ran for like five I must or six have years. actually seen it in, First in real time. Yeah. Because most of my favorite shows are sixties television, and then I saw them on reruns. Like Gidget. Much later, yes. Like and Gidget and the Flying Nun, which yeah. are both Sally Field. And uh, no, my favorite idea. So, how, when do you think Gidget took? When do you think Gidget took vows? <laughs> <laughs> After she'd had enough sex on the beach, I guess. Did she, they didn't have sex though, did they? Well, not on the show. That was all off camera. Yeah, that was no. What the they do is breaks. you could lay on. They could lay on the towels next to each other, uh-huh. but, but each of them had to have one foot on the sand. Uh, yeah. like the Dick Van Dyke show. Yeah. <laughs> they had to have separate towels. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I think didn't they lay on? At least in the promotional pictures, they lay on like surfboard on the beach, which is not how surfboards work. Right. <laughs> you don't lay on your surfboard on the beach. You. Well, unless you're waiting for that's the tide, unless you're waiting for the tide to come in, <laughs> you're too lazy to paddle out. That's how we surf. That's how we surf in Phoenix. Right. So. right. Yeah. You lay on a cacti <laughs> on the sand. Uh, Gidget. <laughs> Whatever, dude. It's part girl, part midget. Yeah, yeah. I think that was the whole the pitch, you, you the pitch even, of the show. So no, that is that's show. what Gidget is. That's that's the name Gidget. That's what it comes from. She's part girl, part midget. What? Seriously, that's the nickname. She's a little girl, so she's small. That's craziness. So I'm just saying, you couldn't even do that show now. She's not a midget. Just like though. Amos and she's Andy. Just small. <laughs> you couldn't do Gidget. It would have to be. She would have to be a little person. Right. <laughs> they do do that show. Or think, oh wait no, but I it's think reality. We, show. we need more shows today. You couldn't even say girl either because that would be domestic violence. That would be sexist. One of these days. Oh, the honeymoon. Straight, straight to the moon. Right. What you didn't see is is. In the Honeymooners universe, as soon as they, the cameras cut away, she, she'd kick the crap out of him. Yeah, yeah. He'd get drunk, and then she'd kick the crap out of him. Yep. He'd, like, go to work with a black guy, and they'd, all the other guys at the bus company would be like, what happened, Ralph? And he'd be like, oh, nothing. I got mugged. <laughs> ran, ran into a doorknob. <laughs> I got drunk and fell down some stairs. got into a fight at the bar. <laughs> you said black eye, not black guy. Got a black guy. Black. No, a black guy. <laughs> like, this is my friend. Hey. Yeah, see? But back then, you know, things were different. Got a black eye. 
Yes. Yeah. And a black guy. Excuse me. <laughs> well, I kiss this black guy. <laughs> I think we're done here. I think our work here is done. Is our work here done? What's okay. our third our third thing was uh, was oh. always uh, always, always bet on black guy. <laughs> no. No, that's passenger fifty seven. <laughs> that's Wesley Snipes. No, our our third thing is uh, is make sure you examine very carefully. Wait a minute. That's what he meant. Always bet on me, because I am black. That's what Wesley Snipes meant by that. Is that what he meant by that? Oh, Sometimes I, it takes twenty years I, to get I enjoy that movie. Twenty years. On so many different levels. A whole levels different level now. <clears throat> yeah. A whole nother level. Did yes. Robin if you'll Williams forgive send you an autograph? And that, that's how you That's your that's your Robin Williams autograph. autograph. Yeah, <laughs> I actually know what I got was uh, uh, a photo of Wesley Snipes, and then half of it was him dressed as Blade, yeah. and then under it accidentally got stuck was his 1040, oh. and then that's where all the trouble started. Yeah, I see. always been on black. <laughs> well, I think what he's saying is you have a 50-50 chance of winning if you well almost 50-50 depending on whether it's a uh, depending on whether it's a. Uh, uh, Monte Carlo style wheel or a Las Vegas style wheel. Really? I didn't know they were different. Yeah, the double zero versus zero. So there's two Whoa. extra spaces that are no or that are not red or black on a Las Vegas style wheel, and there's only one in a Monte Carlo style wheel. So the uh, chances it's not fifty so. fifty chance for red or black. It's actually a marginally smaller chance because there's extra spaces that aren't red or black. Whoa. So always bet on black means there's a fifty fifty chance, unless I'm learning all kinds of there's stuff. zero and double zero on the wheel. Then it's like a forty nine and change percent chance there's a monkeys episode where it comes up flat i don't remember that those monkeys yeah the monkeys are my favorite band i would recognize the monkeys logo anywhere (laughs) and all of their songs i think we should go out then with the uh the monkeys band song the monkeys band song song. yeah the monkeys band song is oh hey i'm a monkey and here's some (laughs) other monkeys i know listen to our songs like last train clarksville Impulsive Valley Sunday. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and those other ones. Davy Jones is dead now. And Daydream Believer. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot. Yeah. I remember being momentarily devastated. But he, <laughs> he was my favorite when I was young because he was so of course he was. British and, and 16 and adorable. Although he wasn't even 16. He was I like 7,000 years old. When I finally, when finally, when I finally <laughs> got, I got out to him. But... Uh, my new favorite monkey is Peter Tork, in case anyone's keeping score. In case anybody would like to, you know, hook a sister up. Yeah, in case anybody wants to introduce me to Peter Tork, please find me online at Sneaky Varmint and introduce me to Mr. Peter Tork. I will be so excited! Isn't he like a junior high teacher? What? Peter he's Tork? Like, yeah, is he's he? like a junior high teacher. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know. If you'd like to sit up Gene with any 60s boy band members, you can reach him at Gene George on Twitter. He That's also right. blogs on our blog at shakytownradio.com. Right. And that. if you want to hook up Brody Foster Hubbard with any 60s boy band members... I think he'd want to be hooked up with, with either Mac Daddy or Daddy Mac. From <laughs> or with any 80s boy band members. Or if you just want to knock him down and turn his clothes backwards. <laughs> backwards. <laughs> yeah. You can't find me because I've unplugged from social media. But Have you completely unplugged no, from social media? Yes. But I'm at BrodyHubbard.com. Okay. And at Brody Hubbard. Why are you anti-social media? Um, or I think that's the best kind of media is the anti-social kind. <laughs> I think it's all anti-social media. <laughs> <laughs> or you can contact Gene George or Libby Ward, and we will contact Brody to We'll knock him down. If you want us to knock <laughs> out Brody and, and turn his clothes around, we can do yeah. that for you. And uh, We're probably just going to do that now. Yeah. Yeah. 
Shout out to Bob Schreiner. Yep. He, he hey, knows Bob. why. And we say hey. Hey, hey. Bob. Come back when uh, you come back. Yeah, jackass. So. No, you're not a jackass. <laughs> uh, at Bob Schreiner for that gentleman's tweets. <laughs> And he would prefer to be set He's up no with gentleman. a <laughs> member of the, uh, probably the Sean Anas. <laughs> yeah. John Bowser Bauman? <laughs> God damn. You're dressed more like Bowser today than anyone here. <laughs> you just need some Brill Cream, dude, and shave your beard. And, never. And own biceps. <laughs> I will never shave my beard. Never? Never. No, that, that you know that's going to happen now. You know, Bury me with this. You know your I'm beard is going to get shaved for some reason. You know there's going to be some compelling reason to shave your beard now because you said never. Would it be that compelling? Yeah. Like, we need to operate on your face, Mr. Hubbard. <laughs> We're going to have to shave half your beard. <laughs> Which, which some for some reason makes, makes me think yes. that suddenly like a priest is going to come with a thing of holy water. Like, the power of Christ compels I still you. Say, I still the say, dude, your, you. your doppelganger walks the streets of Burbank. <clears throat> Not for long. Not for long. Same beard, dude. Same red beard. Not... Not after he finds someone on public transportation that can take care of him. Just take care of my doppelganger. Um, yeah. I'm going to go else? take headache pills now. Headache Aww. pills? Yes. You want to give yourself a bigger headache? <laughs> Why don't you take anti-headache pills? <laughs> yeah. That's what I recommend. I think you've already taken a handful of headache pills. <laughs> I think you need to take a headache powder like like a southern lady. Yeah. That's just cocaine, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> so you need to take Robin Williams powder, is what I'm saying. You get a lot of coke, from what I understand. And, and then it'll give oh. you a I once described oh, I once described it as a coked-up throw rug. <laughs> he actually is, like, a cool guy now. Because like, people stepped on him? Why was he throw rug? Oh, no, he's... I mean, I... Uh, He's kind of the older state. You know looked, what? He's gone through. He like he's bear. kind of gone through the same. Yeah, because he's gone through the same thing that Nixon did. You know, he was hated and reviled. Indictment? Yes, he was hated and reviled by the by the general comedy community for a very long time, and now he's sort of the elder states. He made those. He's come out on the other I side. Hear, I want to hear those tapes of those enemies lists. Oh, oh. Jonathan Winters. Oh. The, the, the Frost. Williams no, Jonathan tapes. Winters is his. The Jonathan Winters is his Henry Kissinger. <laughs> anyway. All right, I think we're done. And that would sound a little something like this. this. Mr. President, I think that you must. <laughs> I can do a legit Henry Kissinger, but I can't do a Jonathan Winters doing Henry Kissinger. Can you do a Jonathan Winters joke? Mm, can I? I don't know. I, I can do a Buddy Hackett joke. I don't know. Anybody can do a Buddy Hackett joke. Because <laughs> all you have to do is your Buddy Hackett is talk like this. Talk like your nose is like the size of a golf ball out of the side of your mouth. That's how you do Buddy Hackett. <laughs> hey, everybody. Buddy Hackett. Yeah, that's Buddy Hackett. I think. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Good night. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>